for some reason, like this week after, I don't know why, mm-hmm. like, I guess it's because of the whole lockdown thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to find out things that can help me like ground myself, remove myself from the emotion. I was like, okay, I'm going to read this book. Oh, wait, I'm going to study this book and not read it. And it's kind of like that fixed versus growth mindset. Whereas like you're sometimes you read a book just to say, oh, I read this book. I read mm-hmm. this amount of books. Yeah. You know, it feels good. And like, oh man, I can't believe you read, yeah. read that amount of books. And I'm like, now I'm changing my perspective. I'm like, why am I reading this book? And mm. a lot of people have said this book's really good. And I know it's really good. Well, it's when I listened to the audio, like it was, it was great to listen to while you're at work or whatever. But mm. then when I'm reading it now, it's taken me a lot longer to read because I'm writing things down, actually studying it. Like, what am I learning? What value am I getting out of this? Mm-hmm. And that is what the growth mindset is, is like finding that value, right? Mm-hmm. And instead of that fixed mindset of like, where's the value in it? What, what, mm-hmm. what are my, my strengths and weaknesses? And focusing on like, just that self-centeredness type of thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas the growth is kind of just like, uh, what can I learn from this? And how can I apply it? to yeah. what we're doing you know and especially we'll come back to that stress thing like what you said mm-hmm. you know taking yourself back you you take yourself out of the situation as opposed to reacting to it mm-hmm. type of thing right mm-hmm. yeah it's really good like when you look at something and you try to dissect all the different parts of it instead of just trying to go through the motions of yeah. um for like reading there's a lot of the times i'll just like I start a book, I want to just finish it, but like not with the real intention to actually like absorb every single thing. I'll, I'll be like, okay, cool. I've, I'm halfway. But yeah. What did I really learn from this book? Exactly. Like sometimes exactly. it's like, you have to step back and go like, okay, what did I actually learn? And that's yeah. like, good that you did that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm finding it. It's helping a lot more. Actually. I like, I have a notebook. I have so many notebooks from like, what the hell yeah. am I doing with these notebooks? So I was like, mm-hmm. right, I'm going to have a notebook for a, business i want to have a notebook for book notes and i was yeah. like i have a book for journaling and i was like yeah that makes sense so like because mm. when you write something down i guess you can say it tends to you know stay in, you, you remind you remember it a bit better when you write something down right mm. um so it's just having that like initiative and working and finding in yourself your faults like I only recently found that fault in me. Like I was reading because of the sake of reading as opposed to studying it. Mm-hmm. Cause like, you know, when like back in school, like we're giving so many textbooks and all these yeah. books to read, how many of us read for the sake of studying? I know I didn't, I had yeah. so many textbooks <laughs> by the end of like senior year. And like, I didn't even touch it. I was like, yeah. people were drawing penises in it. I was drawing sneakers. <laughs> so it's kind of like, yeah. you know, it's just like another book to draw on. Right, yeah, exactly. we didn't respect the content type of thing. Yeah. So with like all those uh, journals and stuff that you wrote, like mm. how often do you go back to looking at those journals? Or, right. Oh, that's like, a good one. writing. That's yeah. a good one too. And I I, I thought about that too because last week, because I was actually this week, um, I was getting to a point where because of the whole lockdown, we're kind of like, what the hell do I do? Mm-hmm. Right. Like as I mentioned in a previous podcast, like I was. It got it got to me, right? I was a bit frustrated, mm. <coughs> excuse me, and I was a bit like angry about it. Mm. And then, like this week, I realized, like I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, right? And it just made me go back and write what I was grad, uh, what, what I was grateful for, 
mm-hmm. and that's when I was I looked at my previous my journals and that's when I read it I don't think it's something you have to read all the time or write in mm-hmm. all the time like a lot of people do I think it's a good habit to have mm-hmm. but I, I guess it for me it's kind of like when when I feel like I need to remember why I do the things that I do why we do the things that we do right it kind mm-hmm. of um, reminds you of all those things mm-hmm. and I guess that's why journaling is important because mm-hmm. you can reflect on how you were a year ago or mm-hmm. how you were a couple of years ago like what mm-hmm. we're doing right we're writing our own stories this mm-hmm. is a good time to reflect on it yeah and um, I guess to answer your question about how often do I read my journal probably like once or twice a month mm. and then sometimes mm. if I'm writing in my journal I'll like read something that I wrote previously or you know two pages back mm. just to remind myself where have I gone from when I wrote last time to where I am writing now type of yeah. thing you yeah know? and it's always like interesting to see all the stuff that you were thinking about yeah. back then to where you are now yeah yeah, I remember when we were like going through like all our ideas and because <laughs> how we're going back on to see what we what the stuff that we did back in the past and we're writing our own our personal stories. Mm. Like it's interesting to see. I was going through my like just my notes on my on my phone and we just like, wow, I can't believe like that's the my mindset before and yeah. stuff like that. Like to see how far we've gone. Exactly. Where we were before. It's it's crazy. Yeah. It is, it is. And I guess because this is something I realize now, like how has your mindset changed from where you are now mm. to let's say a, a year ago? Mm-mm. Like, oh man, oh, it's crazy. Like, so like for me, like I was honestly, I didn't have a projection or goal to go towards. I was kind of just living each day. Mm. I, was, I was really jaded to life yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, what am I going to do? But yeah, like, well, well actually, let's say you go. So I'm, I'm talking about before that, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, we, a year ago, I was like building towards mm. where I am now, like looking at all the stuff that I had to go through. And yeah, I was still building myself, really. Yeah. But yeah. 100%. Like I was, I, like I recorded a podcast, I think like a couple of days ago, just because I had this thought of mm. like, of that, like how far my mindset has come. And mm. I was pretty much talking about like, um, cause I saw Chris's photo of his transformation, right? You saw yeah, it like crazy. from a couple of years back. And he said in the next slide, <clears throat> it was like, I can't believe how my mindset has changed. Like what my body has become, right? Like they go hand in hand, the body and the mindset. Mm. And it made me, I was like thinking like, man, when I was lifting a while back, I was lifting for the sake of removing or I, like escaping my emotions and all my problems and what mm. was going on with life. Mm. But now like when I lift and because at that time, like my mindset was bad. Like it was just completely just going through a lot of stuff. Like everything mm. was mumble jumble, all the good and the bad, right. It was all mixed together. But mm. now when I was training, like even without the lockdowns, um, like I'm lifting heavier. I feel stronger. I feel so much better. Mm. And it, it just hit me. I was like, man, like what is my mindset now from mm. when I was lifting? And I had that, that it was, you know, the, the difference was night and day. Like mm-hmm. I was lifting for the sake of emotions and trying to bash it all of that out on the weights. But now I'm 
doing it for my health. I'm mm. doing it because it makes me feel good. It's it's time for me. My, it's like my time to, mm. you know, after work you just go to the gym and you just like mm. you just release it all like there because you know you get to do something you want to do after work, mm. right? And yeah. just having that difference, just noticing, it, I was like, yeah, wow, your mindset and how your body feels is incredible. Like mm-hmm. you need to have that mindset as much as having your your physical health. They go hand mm. in hand. Mm. You always see, like, actually on like TikTok or Instagram and stuff, how people like uh, the people that start off like working out really hard are the like heartbroken people. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's so true. Yeah, it's like you're heartbreaking. Did you see them like lifting you up? Like, but they always end up like from that journey from where they were like heartbroken. Then they, like, you see the transformation where they mm. that's where they started, but like yeah. their growth and their mindset changed completely to get to the point where it's just like now they're doing yeah. it for like because for themselves. Yeah. You know, like now it's insane. It's a crazy, like, especially seeing Chris. Yeah. Like, his transformation from like, we, we've heard his story. Mm. I don't know. Just to see him from that to where he is now exactly it's insane it's oh man like i saw the photos like god damn like what yeah. it's so it's it's crazy it's crazy mm. to see like how much with intentional action it is to you know mm. do those things right yeah and just the discipline being is crazy. exactly the discipline mm. and i guess it comes back to like the other thing i wanted to talk about mm. purposeful suffering like like mm. you know i just saw a story by joe rogan mm. i freaking love the guy he's just like yeah. such an incredible human being yeah and he was like um talking about he was in a sauna and he was just saying to like have that purposeful suffering and it was kind of like what we did with the challenges it was mm. intended we intended to push ourselves to stretch ourselves mm. and that is the point of suffering right because we're going into uncomfortable areas to push ourselves like with the 3318 push-ups and the mm. half a marathon that's something we pushed ourselves and it was incredibly mm. uncomfortable to do mm. yeah going back to that like i think it's just pushing yourself in that uncomfortable situation to grow i can't remember who who said it but like he, he did like a like an example of a lobster has to for it to grow like it has to like you know it's forced to break its shell and mm. it's needs to for it to grow like it's uncomfortable that's the reason why it needs to break its shell and grow exactly like like, (laughs) he was saying like lobsters had doctors and they gave it like (laughs) things to like numb the 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 pain and stuff like that and it wouldn't grow it'll just stay in the shell it won't grow any further so yeah i think we need that suffering you know 100 percent it's um Like I was hearing, like I just came out of like a major conference this weekend and Mm. just hearing all the stories of people, the suffering they went through and they were all saying like, because of these sufferings, because of these things happening, Mm. like it made me who I am. Mm. And they're always like grateful for it. They're always grateful for the suffering at the end of it. And it's kind of like, like, man, they they would ask a question like, would you change anything about it? It's like, no. And that's how the strongest characters are built when they realize mm. that the suffering was necessary. And mm. isn't it, wouldn't it be better if you put yourself in intentional suffering for when those suffering comes, like you're prepared for it as opposed mm. to letting life do it for you. You know, mm. it's kind of like being prepared yeah. all the time. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Like having that intentional suffering builds up your resilience exactly. for when, when things really go bad for you. Mm. Yeah, you're able to fight through that because you've built, you've gone through some um, some suffering. Your mindset has prepared just prepared you to go through that suffering and exactly go through that storm. Hundred mm. percent. And like with this purposeful suffering stuff, it doesn't have to be like anything over the top like mm-hmm. i'm gonna run um, a full marathon mm-hmm. even if i can't run like two kilometers <laughs> it's like what's the point you know? <laughs> yeah. like start small like we did like mm-hmm. we broke it down all right mm-hmm. we know we can run x amount so 5ks isn't going to be enough mm-hmm. all right 10 kilometers that's going to be a challenge but mm-hmm. i know in ourselves we can push we ourselves can do it. yeah and then obviously the next one was 21 kilometers right and mm-hmm. that was when we were like oh man like <laughs> i think we can stretch this it's going to be super hard mm-hmm. but at the end of it we we did complete it we didn't choose mm-hmm. a full marathon because we knew at that time we're probably not going to complete it right yeah. yeah so it's it was still we we're going we chose something within that stretch zone so it's mm-hmm. knowing what your stress zone is. Like, what yeah. is your threshold for pain and suffering? Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing, right? Like, fi- figuring out where mm-hmm. do we need to stretch ourselves? Mm-hmm. Like, how many people are actually, like, actually putting themselves in challenging situations, mm-hmm. in those hard situations? Because mm-hmm. pressure is a privilege. Like, you always hear that pref- pressure mm-hmm. is a privilege. And it really is because it's those times where you can actually grow, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, mm-hmm. you know... I, I guess what one question I want to ask is what mm. are some challenging things you want to do this year to push yourself and stretch yourself? To push myself? Yeah. Well, well this, to be honest, I'm I'm terrible public speaker. I'm terrible at speaking as a as a person who enjoys putting like using my hands to create something or mm. putting pen to paper, like I like drawing or yeah. like being behind the scenes. Talking is like <coughs> I, li- I live too much in my head. <laughs> to, able to communicate it outside like it's like oh so like yeah talking like i, I want to yeah. be a better speaker mm. so doing this like these podcasts and stuff like that i think that's that's one of the things to help that would yeah. help me grow uh what else there's like yeah there's a lot of other things that i want yeah. uh, that i can't think of yeah. in my head but yeah that's like that's one of the big ones yeah for me. sure yeah no i'm definitely the same like you know like if you knew me Mm. ever since i was young like i was that quiet person i was the shyest kid like i was scared to talk to anyone and then look now we're here starting our podcast right that difference that nine day difference and Mm. like i remember like i was so afraid of speaking i was that person in grade one who you know when they do the roll call and they say make sure you say here i was like not saying anything i was like (laughs) look raise my hand and like okay i see you and there was this one time like when i was in we're doing the thing for church right we were we had to say what we wanted to do when we grow up and like i just started crying on stage like all i had to say was you're the same as me right (laughs) (laughs) you know we're the same right yeah i just wanted to do this and and now like and even when I was doing presentations, I'd like in high school, I'd be like, oh, miss, can I do my presentation? Like, um, like just one on the one with you. Because yeah. I was just so afraid of speaking, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I'd always just look at my notes and just stare at my notes and speak from there. Mm-hmm. So look where we are now. We're stretching ourselves with these mm-hmm. podcasts too, right? Yeah. And just learn and becoming better at being speakers. 
mm-hmm. as it is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. Like I try to challenge myself sometimes. Like yeah. every every day. Like one one thing they say is like do one thing like I'm comfortable every day to challenge yourself. And like there was a I forgot where I heard it, but yeah, it was just like, having that growth in every day that you you do. Mm-hmm. And like I was doing cold showers. I got to a point where I was doing it for like a month or two, that's and then um, doing those runs. That's the hard. Mm-hmm. Like running sucks, man. Like mm-hmm. it freaking sucks. Like this weekend, like I was just running, and there was times when you just feel like a sudden stitch, and you feel that mm-hmm. pain, like you want to vomit. And mm-hmm. then this is how powerful the mindset is. Your mm-hmm. mind is because I was like, I'm gonna run straight. It was only like very short kilometers right it was only like two two point three kilometers or something like that for me mm. that's a lot like mm-hmm. i'm a fat ass guy so like nah, man. My car, my beast. Beast. <laughs> <laughs> i know the beast man i know you're you're the beast man but yeah like my mind like i was just internally talking to myself like just one more step man just one step mm. like halfway through i was like one point something one point three kilometers in and like i just wanted to stop i was like man my stomach is hurting like it's just pinching me so bad i feel something coming up to my throat like a like vomit Mm-mm. and like in my mind i was just like just push yourself like stay hard like david goggin says you know Mm-mm-mm. and like i always sprint that last 100 kilo like 100 kilometer 150 <laughs> yeah. 50 meters yeah and i got to the end i was like freak like i just realized how powerful the mindset is so mm. i'm like thinking like what else can i do if i ran x amount or if i did this if i just had that internal mm. self-talk like those internal things to keep me going mm. like i know i can complete it you know mm. and even today like i did that run so every time i do this run i try to beat it i try to smash it out mm. and like i always put myself one percent better one percent better mm. and i did it for like four days straight and initially it was like X amount, and then the next day I got ten seconds better. I was like, "Damn, ten seconds better! That's better than one yeah. percent." And then yeah. the day after that, it went thirty seconds better. I was like, "All right, I can do this." Mm-hmm. And then the last day, I got to a minute better. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, the Damn. just doing the actions consistently mm-hmm. and doing them like with your mind set, focus on f- finishing it. Mm-hmm. it. It makes makes a lot of sense. Uh, it's not, albeit it's not a lot. It's not a big." Mm. like challenge or anything but it's kind of just like what else can i do you know what else Mm. can we do if we just had the right mindset and Mm. right self-talk you know type of thing and i was that doing those steps to get to that bigger goal exactly exactly yeah oh man like you realize when you do the action how big small steps are Mm. it's not like the oh i'm gonna beat this in two minutes Mm. or i'll do this big thing mm-hmm. and that'll be the biggest difference it's like nah man like the small things will make the biggest difference mm-hmm. like I, i'm gonna say like a year ago i was running this same path at 20 minutes 20 minutes and from yeah. this weekend i was running it at 12 minutes one year like eight minute Oof. difference man so it's kind of <laughs> like what what can you do like yeah how much can you push yourself and I had to have that patience for the results to to show. Like, mm. I was so frustrated. Like, man, I, there was a period of that time last year. I remember it. I like, I really wanted to run it at like fifteen minutes, and I, for so long I was stuck at like eighteen. And I was like, 
It sucks. Mm. So frustrated, mm. right? Mm-mm. But like now I'm doing it in 12, 13 minutes. I'm just so happy. Crazy. You know? yeah. So it's just having to have the resilience Mm-mm. and to keep pushing on like consistently. Mm-mm. Oh, that's crazy, man. Far out. Yeah. Because yeah, most people like once they can't break that, like for you, it was like the 18 minute mark. Yeah. And, break, and then they kind of just give up like, okay, that's it. That's my limit. Yeah. But like you were able to like, okay, I'm going to take these little steps to get towards mm. that, to like the 12, under 15 minute mark. And now you're yeah. like 12, 13. That's yeah. great. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's just those baby steps that are so important. So uh, I wanted to, to go back to that topic of purpose, mm. purposeful suffering. Yes. Like what, what is one of your, the biggest ones for you this year? That biggest was, ones. Yeah. You've, um, I think one of the things, obviously that running, uh, I really want to get to a time mm. close. All right, this is going to be hard. But mm. when I was doing that run, I want to try to do a four-minute mile, which is so, so hard. Mm. Yeah. Right? And I I want to try, this is in terms of running, mm-hmm. is try to get 10 kilometers or even five kilometers done, just running straight. Mm. Um. I really want to try a, like a vegetarian diet mm. um, because I, I just was watching this documentary about like, yeah, this is what I've been doing like in lockdown, mm. just watching documentaries because yeah, I'm yeah. just like, I've been locked down. I don't want to be watching TV shows that are going to bring no value to me. Yeah, yeah. And I've just been watching so many crazy documentaries, man. Like I was watching mm. um, this documentary called uh, Operation Odessa, which is like about this drug dealer who like tries to buy a submarine. It's crazy. <laughs> um yeah. Or else was I watching? Um, I watched The Dissident. Like this, it's about like, um, what's it called? The like the princes in Dubai. I think I don't know if it's mm. Dubai. One of the Middle Eastern countries. I forgot. Yeah. And like, it's just so crazy. Like I was, but anyway, I digress. Like talk, like, <laughs> I was watching this documentary about like these um, athletes, and they were, <clears throat> excuse me they went from a meat diet to like vegetarian, like a, uh, what's it called? I forgot. What, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, plant-based diet. Yeah. And they were just saying like, you know, how the differences of their, on their body and how much they feel better. And mm. I was like, man, that interests me so much. Like, mm. I don't want to stop eating steaks. So I was mm. like thinking maybe like a flexitarian, but just mm. eating steaks and just veggies and everything mm. else. Um, I, that's something I want to try. Like for someone who always eats fast food, always mm. wants his meats and you mm. know all that juicy and yeah. sweet goodness. Like it's something I want to try, right? Mm. Um, just to see the difference. Yeah. And I guess last thing I want to push myself, purposeful suffering. Mm. So when I say running, diet, and also, I think these these podcasts man like Mm -hmm. trying to just be better speaker and being a better conversationalist just trying to just gain more skills in communication right Mm -hmm. because it's it's such a necessary and essential skill Mm -hmm. like to anything Mm -hmm. so you can have all these other skill sets in the world but if you can't communicate it's Mm -hmm. kind of just like it's just it's like a missing piece that you need, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's key. It's definitely it's key. key. It's key. Yeah. What about you? Especially- oh, yeah, oh yeah, go 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 go. Wait, I was yeah. gonna just say, like, <laughs> just to add on to that, it was like, um, yeah, especially because we have this platform now, 
to be able to do this podcast and to have hopefully these these people that we have lined up if we can interview them at our best yeah like you know have have the right communication to talk to them and they ask them the right questions mm. it would be like a lot of value to to people listening 100 you know? and like i was discussing this with jp is kind of like the because i listen to a lot of podcasts you kind of see the difference the different styles they have Mm-hmm. And they're still able to create value through their conversations. Like they'll have Joe Rogan who just has a conversation and mm-hmm. they'll talk about all these random subjects, but you always find value in it. And then you'll have like impact theory with Tom Billu, And then you'll have like this interview setting, like they're still having a conversation, but like, you know, there's questions already like he's already thought about. And mm-hmm. uh, there's others like who also I listen to. Uh, there's just you know everyone has their own style everyone has their own technique mm-hmm. and like the best way to actually get better at it is to just do more podcasts mm-hmm. right it's just taking those action steps and mm-hmm. taking action overall to become better mm-hmm. so that's why i guess we try to push for more podcasts is not only for us to get better at conversationalists but to mm-hmm. just share people's stories and mm-hmm. share what people have to share different perspectives and mm-hmm. yeah just <clears throat> opening that door to them Mm-hmm. and for us yeah no definitely definitely mm. but yeah to answer that question the things that I, pr- I probably want to do yeah of course this this thing but also before i, I let a lot of fear take over mm. a lot of my decisions mm. and so like whenever something was kind of out of my comfort <coughs> i'd say no immediately mm. and not even give it a chance because i the thing that's being asked of me can be good for me, mm. but it, because of fear, I'm like, nah, I don't want to do it because it makes me feel uncomfortable. Mm. But like, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to push myself to be open to it and to try to like, not try, but do it, mm. you know, like say yes to things that make me uncomfortable. Yeah. So yeah, just like small things like, and I have like a, like things at work where I'll be like, oh, can you, you know, stand in front of these people, do like a presentation on blah, mm. blah, blah. I'll be like, Normally I'd say no. I'll be like, yeah, you know, yeah, okay, I'll, I'm gonna do it, mm-hmm. you know, and just like put myself in that uncomfortable situation. Yeah, so, yeah. that's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's like it's it's you know that, that the thing that you, uh, what do you call that movie? Yes, man. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like where he says yes to a lot of things and all yeah. these things that go great for him. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. yeah. That's that's one thing I'd want to do too. Is like choosing things that you're not comfortable with like mm-hmm. removing yourself out of that safe zone and mm-hmm. doing presentations like you said like damn mm-hmm. like i really yeah. want to do a presentation but i'm scared i'm scared now. yeah <laughs> but, I know, right like even now like when i think about it like oh man yeah. i gotta do a presentation yeah. oh damn, i'm sweating <laughs> but now i'm like yeah man, i gotta i just gotta push myself yeah. Yeah. yeah why why do you think like because public speaking is one of the biggest fears why do you think we're afraid of public spe- speaking I think it's judgment. I think mm. you, you're thinking about what other people are thinking about yeah. you. Yeah. Like, oh man, I said this word wrong. Like, you know, now they're gonna judge me. Now they're gonna think this of me. Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> like this person's dumb. Yeah. Or or they said something like, um, you know, offend. Like, oh, did I say something offensive? Blah, blah, yeah. Blah. Like, it's just like a lot of judgment. I think. Yeah. When it comes to public speaking, that's of- the mindset. I think. Mm, like a lot of judgment a lot of overthinking mm, oh i should have mm, said this word oh, yeah. oh damn like oh you know like <laughs> yeah. there's there's that and yeah and like it's it's mm. so relatable i think it is like judgment is probably one of the biggest factors to that 
Mm-mm. So how do you think we can remove, or mm. I guess, not fear judgment as much because judgment is always going to be there. Mm-mm. Well, the one thing I keep like you know that, that I'm trying to implement is that a lot of the times people, and well, they're not. First of all, they're not as judgmental as you think they are. That's the thing. They're, they're most likely they're thinking about themselves. <laughs> it's so like, true. When like, you're talking to someone and you're like nervous to talk to them, mm. you're you're watching every word you say. But yeah. for them, they're probably watching every word they're saying. And yeah. it's like what? Like so. There's that. I don't know. You have your own self thing. Like yeah. Um, what do you call it? Preconception of what the other person's exactly. thinking, and it like makes that barrier between yeah. just having a proper conversation or something like that. Yeah? Exactly. And it yeah. could be like, oh man, like. Did I close the door to my car or like did I lock my door to my house? Yeah. It could be thinking of that, like you know, it's just it's like what you said, it's just us like putting those uh preconceived like judgments mm. on other people, and mm. it's just like you know what, stuff it like it, it's yeah. hard to get rid of, but mm. it's something it's it's done through the process of talking to people, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think I'm trying to get to the point where you kind of just like okay, it doesn't matter, like. If if they what opinion they hold of me, mm. like I want to get to the point where this, I'm speaking because the thing that I'm speaking about I truly believe and mm. I'd be ready to be disliked. Yeah, that poster that you gave me. <laughs> honestly, I always look at it. And like, yeah, that's true, man. I gotta hold that truth to my heart. Man. <laughs> it's so yeah. true, right? Like have the courage to be disliked and have the strength to. Um, Mm-hmm. to transcend who you think you are and become better yeah exactly yeah That's it. That, that was a really good poster man yeah, yeah i really appreciate you giving that to me of course man and it's something i'm trying to be i try to live by like because mm. we can't people please we can't be liked by everyone yeah. so yeah man that was a good discussion i know we have a lot to talk about yeah that was awesome man yeah